At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every sight that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase, shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See associate for details. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2613. It's another What to Watch Now segment, and we're going to talk about some highlights from the Disney Gallery series that's focused on the season two finale of The Mandalorian. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the Disney Gallery series takes you behind the scenes of the makings of various things and in this particular case, The Mandalorian, right? And so there was last year a Disney Gallery series in The Mandalorian that went for eight episodes and there was only one this time around which was a bit of a bummer but they decided, hey, it's worth doing a second episode in their season two the Disney Gallery series and focusing on that amazing, shocking finale and the appearance of Luke Skywalker in it. The episode covers a few different topics, one of them being the secrecy aspect and the lengths to which they went to keep Luke Skywalker's appearance a secret. Now, you know, part of the thing that they talk about is the fact that, you know, stuff gets out. Like, they just didn't necessarily know how it was that the word about Rosario Dawson got out, but it got out. And the same thing with Tamora Morrison, but that got out in advance. And so they're bound and determined to make sure that Mark Hamill News and Luke Skywalker news did not get out. So they had, you know, a bunch of people, I guess, were out doing the Simi Valley shoot for the Robert Rodriguez episode, and they had a very small crew at the volume where they did the Luke Skywalker shoot. So they kept the circle as tight as possible, and the script itself actually referred to Plo Koon, which is a Jedi who was in the prequel trilogy, and it is Dave Filoni's favorite Jedi. And so, yeah, that would be sort of a natural thing. And they kind of thought, well, you know, if word leaks out about this, that it's Plo Koon, well, then people will think, oh, yeah, it's got to be Plo Koon because Dave Filoni is such a big Plo Koon fan. And they went and told Peyton Reed and said, it's really not going to be Plo Koon. It's going to be Luke Skywalker. And he was just kind of blown away by that. Peyton Reed, of course, was the director of that last episode, The Rescue. That was chapter 16 of The Mandalorian. And they went so far as to create digital dailies with a digital Plo Koon head on the person who was coming in as the Jedi. And the casting thing that they went was so roundabout as to you know, be impossible to parse out. So yeah, the lengths that they went to were fantastic. And you know, getting Mark Hamill involved, there's a lot of interview footage with Mark Hamill in this. And so yeah, if for no other reason than getting to see Mark Hamill talk about this and about Luke and his appearances and stuff like just yeah that is reason enough to check out this Disney Gallery episode. Another thing that's fascinating about the episode is the conversation about how to de-age Mark Hamill for this 
particular episode. And they had Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed actually has some experience in directing under these circumstances because he was the director of the Ant-Man movies and in those they de-aged Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. So, you know, he does have that track record. And so he explains the different types of de-aging technologies that they could use like that's part of it they talk about how they you know did the process for governor tarkin in rogue one and you know they also talk about that technology that you know i actually used this phrase in a patreon post and i got flagged for inappropriate content which is so strange so i feel like i need to you know say it differently but it's the kind of faking that's not shallow okay if <laughs> you get what I mean and apparently that technology was not quite up to snuff so they went with the Lola VFX company and that's the company that Marvel used for the de-aging for Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer and also for Robert Downey Jr. in Marvel movies too and that actually also shines a little bit of light on a news story that was going around a couple of months ago about a YouTuber who specializes in creating these fake kinds of videos and there was a, a brief hurrah around the fact that this YouTuber had done a version of Luke Skywalker's appearance in The Mandalorian that was different from what the official version was and a lot of folks said oh wow this is even better than the original and ultimately that YouTuber was hired by Lucasfilm. So it seems like they are going to consider moving away from the Lola VFX style of de-aging and eventually exploring this fake technology. And there's some conversation from Jon Favreau about this as well, which is really fascinating. And he talks about how in just a few years from now, it is going to get to the point where you will not be able to tell the difference and that in talking about blockchain technology and about ways to authenticate and identify the original video of you know various things and i think what we're really talking about is like real world conversations like taking you know people in celebrities in real life or politicians in real life and being able to put words in their mouths that you know, they didn't say and creating videos where it looks like they're saying it and using blockchain technology to be able to identify whether something is actually authentic and coming from the source or whether it is not. And that feeds into a third thing that was particularly fascinating about this episode, which is the voice of Luke Skywalker. So, you know, Mark Hamill delivering his own voice? Not exactly. Basically, they used an app called Respeecher, and they fed all of Mark Hamill's dialogue, and I think even just, you know, they were sourcing interviews to, you know, get reference footage for his visuals as well, like interviews that he did, video interviews, all the way back into the original trilogy. And so they were collecting this library of clear voice audio that Mark Hamill had done over the years at that, you know, sort of at that young age, if you will, at that Return of the Jedi age, and even going a little earlier back and use machine learning and artificial intelligence to basically recreate his voice and create the dialogue that they needed for his appearance in The Mandalorian. And the last thing I want to share with you is actually a quote from Jon Favreau from this episode. It's, you know, it's funny the things that get you. And, you know, there's a lot of conversation about how, you know, getting to see 
Mark Hamill on set that, you know, people were, you know, fanboying, fangirling about that and seeing the actual edited footage was making people tear up. But for John Favreau, it was not actually Mark Hamill, and maybe it was because he'd met him, you know, a few times before, and so that was just kind of old hat. It wasn't Mark Hamill on set that, you know, finally tipped him over the edge. It was R2-D2. And I just I want to play this clip of John Favreau talking about that because it's just so beautiful. It was already intense because it was already, my God, here's Mark Hamill dressed as Luke Skywalker on our set in a starship hallway. It was just, it felt like a dream. It was very, very strange. And I was fine. And then R2-D2 rolled on. And I just had a moment where R2-D2 was there. And I, that's when I broke down. And it felt, I, I didn't understand why it felt silly, you know, but I started tearing up. And I just was like, let me remember this moment. And I, even now I'm sort of moved by, I don't understand why, I really don't. I don't understand why. But it just shows you how deep that stuff goes and what it touches from your childhood and how you felt then. So that was Jon Favreau in this Disney Gallery episode of The Mandalorian. And I tell you, I feel like that's why any of us are fans of Star Wars and why, you know, any of us that create podcasts do it because we carry around that same kind of feeling and it's probably why you're listening to podcasts about Star Wars because you carry around that kind of feeling within yourself about various elements of Star Wars and about the movies and the TV shows and the anime series and, you know, all of it, right? And it is wonderful to know that somebody who has been deeply enmeshed in the world of Star Wars is still able to feel transported like that. And who's been working with Marvel movies where, you know, you have that same kind of opportunity, right? You know, you're exposed to that same sort of stuff in childhood sometimes. And you carry that feeling around inside with you as you grow into adulthood. And so, yeah, for somebody who has been working in these mediums so extensively, over the years and to still be able to access that emotion is just is so terrific to hear and it makes you feel confident that you know this future storytelling is in good hands and so there you go those are some remarkable moments from the Disney gallery episode about the Mandalorian season finale and you should just go check the whole darn thing out and that's going to do it for this episode of the show it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.